0: What's up guys? Welcome. Another episode of Fantasy Football Fiend. It's week 10. Sorry for the wait on this episode. Let's hop right into it. Last week, was shocked by a few teams. I mean, everybody can talk about Tom Brady and the Pats losing. I loved every second of it. Thought it was absolutely amazing. Uh, And we really saw why Lamar Jackson is a, a legitimate NFL quarterback. He showed his athleticism Absolutely loved watching him play, uh, as, as always. Um, so that was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, <clears throat> Tom Brady played okay, uh, just not a big Pats fan. So it was, it was fun to watch for just about everybody except for Pats fans. The Chargers also beat the Packers in a, what I call the fluke of the year this year. Uh, I think that the Chargers are probably the second or third best team in the NFC and the Chargers might be, mm, I'd say maybe the fifth, sixth worst team. Uh, they did just get rid of their offensive coordinator, so um, you know who knows. Who knows what's going to happen with the Chargers? They play tonight uh, against the Raiders. I did pick the Raiders. Maybe I'm going to be wrong, um, but I, I can get a little risky in my pick'em league because I'm I'm ahead in in points there so I'm good to go Uh, Miami got their first win congratulations to Fitzmagic and Miami super happy to see that that the Dolphins have figured out the quarterback for their team Um, watching Josh Rosen is like uh, picking thorns out of your foot he is the most frustrating person to watch behind center Josh Rosen should never start for another NFL team ever ever again I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's the Chicago Bears. Josh Rosen should never, ever start on on an NFL team. He might be good enough to play on the practice squad. Maybe. I don't think he's good at all. Hate, hate, hate watching Josh Rosen play. Let's talk about some of the leaders from last week. Starting with Russell Wilson. This guy played out of his mind. I mean, what, he had 39 points? Like, The dude just can just deal all day long. Played against an awful defense, so realistically, how great of a win was it? However, he's still rightfully in that MVP discussion. You can't say MVP without mentioning his name. He's been awesome all year. It's amazing to watch Russell Wilson play. But another guy that you just can't not talk about when you're talking about the MVP is Christian McCaffrey. And he's my number one running back for the week at 37.6 points. When you talk about MVP, you have to break it down. Me and Chris, my buddy Chris, have this conversation all the time. You have to break MVP down to what it means. Most valuable player. To me, that means they're the most valuable player to their team. Think about it. Patrick Mahomes is a great player. Yes, one of the most talented players in the NFL. He was last year's MVP. However, the Chiefs, and they've proven this this year, the Chiefs are still a good football team without him. My question for you is, are the Panthers still a good football team without Christian McCaffrey? My answer to that question is absolutely not. They're awful without Christian McCaffrey. He makes that team run. Now, their defense is what it is. But I think that without Christian McCaffrey, they wouldn't be where they are. They wouldn't be winning games at all. So to me, my MVP decision, I, I'm, between, I'm between Russell and Christian McCaffrey at this point. Um, another guy who I, you know, this is, this is just piss poor decision making on my part. I told you to sit Kenyon Drake last week. Oh boy, here we go. Um, 28.2 points. Uh, I, I, that was my biggest wronging, uh, on this podcast. And I shouldn't have said the words cause the man looked like he was on a mission. It was like he was released from jail when he got out of Miami and got put into a system that, that goes and who plays football. Um, uh can he keep it up? That's that's the question. David Johnson is now back in that backfield. So can can Kenyon Drake put up those same numbers? I don't know. I on my team, I have no other choice. I have to start David Johnson due to uh injuries and bye weeks. Um so I'm starting David Johnson in hopes he gets a lot more touches. Wide receivers, Tyler Lockett. 40 points. 40.2 points in PPR leagues. I I remember watching this guy at Kansas State thinking, he's pretty small, but the kid can play. He's got heart. And that's what Seattle loves. And, I mean, it doesn't matter who the Seahawks sign. It can be DK. It can be pot-smoking Josh Gordon. Tyler Lockett will always be Russell Wilson's favorite target and has been for several years now. Mike Evans uh, is my next wide receiver again at 36 points. Um, I think Jameis has realigned his favorite target once again, and Mike went out there and caught 16 of his, or I'm sorry, 12 of his 16 targets with a touchdown. Total stud. I mean, I've talked about him on this podcast before. Just an absolute physical specimen. Ho- I hope you didn't trade him after uh, after his zero point week. My tight end of the week for last week goes to Zach Ertz. Uh, he's a guy who who's been iffy in the last couple weeks. Uh, to be specific, he scored 16 combined points in the in the three weeks prior to Week Nine. Uh, and in week nine had 25.3. So maybe a guy you just didn't trust. Maybe a guy you, you gave up on Dallas Goddard was for a long time getting a lot of those looks and and was looking like a really good pickup. Um, and then Wentz just decided I'm going to go back to my big tight end, uh, and, and ignore every single one of my wide receivers. So an extremely sad day. If you had Alshon Jeffrey and extremely sad, if you had Deshaun Jackson, I think he's injured again. Um, and, and that's not looking good in Deshaun's, in Deshaun's case. He's been injured too many times in his career. An absolute freak wide receiver. Um, but now back in Philly with this injury, ah, man, he, he's a tough sign for any NFL team at this point. Just kind of a health risk. At my flex, I mean, you, you got to talk about DK Metcalf, 27 points. Um, and I think it just goes to show... Russell Wilson can get it done and, and DK, you know, DK is a huge physical specimen, specimen at a, at an Ole Miss. And you don't, you don't want to miss watching this guy play. Cause wow, he, uh, he's big and he could probably be playing tight end. He's so big. Um, I traded him actually earlier this season and got some, some key assets for my team, but, uh, he looked really good last week and, and played his best game all season. Um, Finally, I get, I get to talk about a defense that's not the Patriots. So the Cowboys and the Steelers defense tied at 19. Finally, finally don't have to talk about the Patriots cause I hate them. Uh, Dallas played the giants. So it isn't super surprising. I've already told you what I think of Daniel Jones. He's terrible. Uh, and definitely not the franchise guy there in New York. Um, I Feel really bad for Giants fans. Um, that is that is unfortunate because that man is not going to be the guy, and you wasted a number one pick on him. I think um, sad scenario there. The Steelers are who shocked me. I mean, they played a solid offense. Jacoby Brissett has not played all ba- all that bad this year, and uh, how I mean, how can you not how can you not like watching the Steelers defense play? They, they've got Studs, Bud Dupree, the rookie Devin Bush, plus T.J. Watt, all super fun players to watch. Um, and the Steelers have now scored double-digit fantasy points. The Steelers defense, I should say, has scored double-digit fantasy points in five straight games. So I don't know how they would be on your waiver wire, but if they are, please pick them up for, for your sake. At kicker, you've got Harrison Butker, who made four field goals um, and one from over 50 yards. So naturally, I picked him up and started him. Uh, Let's see how that one plays out for him, Cotton. My honorable mention, I'm going to go ahead and say Emmanuel Sanders, because I told you to start him, and also Josh Jacobs, because I told you to start him last week. Emmanuel had 26, and Josh Jacobs with 24. What can you say? I told you so. Um, This week might be different. Emmanuel is probably a start. Uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, I forget who Josh Jacobs plays, but be careful with him. Pickups of the week. I'm going to tell you to go pick up Darius Weiss. Now here's why I know he's been injured for a long time. Um, and you know, obviously he has several holding backs. He's been injured, which is always scary, especially if he's an injured rookie, that's That's another thing. Um, And the last thing is he's got two other good running backs in that backfield that he has to compete with, with Chris Thompson and Adrian Peterson. But – if you're desperate, who knows? I really enjoyed watching him play at LSU. Uh, and the Redskins did show us in week one that he would be the primary back. They gave him 10 carries and three receptions before he went down with that injury. So Darius Guise could be a guy um, that maybe is that flex spot that you're missing or, or if you're desperate for running backs, which a lot of people are uh, in the 10, 12, 16-man leagues this year. The next guy I'm going to tell you to pick up might shock you a little bit, but here, but hear me out, please, please. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now he gets to play Buffalo and the Jets again, who he played well against, had over 20 points in both those games earlier this season, and he gets to play him again coming up. Now, don't don't pick him up and start him right away if he plays a bad or if he, I'm sorry if he plays a competent defense. Don't pick him up and start him, but. If he's playing one of those crappy defenses and he might get some of those. I mean, last week he threw three touchdowns. So who knows with this guy? I'd say pick him up. Worst case scenario, he's your backup quarterback for those weeks where you've got buys and he plays a Buffalo or or the Jets. He could be a solid start. Now, the last guy I have a lot to say about. I picked him up in my league. He's only rostered in 68% of leagues. Zach Pascal, the... Indianapolis wide receiver. Now, here's why you should not only pick him up this week, but also start him this week. Not only is Paris Campbell injured, but also T.Y. Hilton. They're not going to play. So he's the number one guy in Indy. My last justification for starting Zach Pascal is that he plays Miami, so why not start him? Another wide receiver that I'll tell you to start this week is Christian Kirk. He's been a little up and down this year, but he's going to play Tampa Bay, who let's not forget what we talked about. Gave 40 to Lockett and 27 to DK. And he's one of those guys that's boomer bust. And I like him this week playing against Tampa Bay. Um, I really like what I've seen out of Kyler Murray this year. I think Christian Kirk goes for at minimum 15. Another guy I'm going to tell you to start is Devin Singletary. He plays Cleveland this week, had 23 last week. Uh, Cleveland has given up four touchdowns in their last four games, and I think Devin Singletary will find the end zone. I think least amount of points he'll score, I'm going to give it a 12-bomber. If you're looking for these running backs, that guy guy could be available in your league. Who knows? Who knows? But Marlon Matt, Marlon Mack excuse me, is not going to be available in your league, most likely. However, I would start him if you have him. Uh, last week, I said sit him. He scored eight. Told you so. Uh, but this week, he plays Miami. Um, and I think he probably finds the end zone. And I'm going to say he scores 17 points this week. I think Marlon Mack has a pretty good game for himself. Sit this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you two Cleveland players who I would not start one Kareem hunt. Think about it. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid and think just because he did what he did in Kansas city, that he's going to come to Cleveland and do that. Nick Chubb is an elite running back and so please for the love of god do not pick up kareem hunt and think you're going to get all these amazing points that he put up in kansas city it's not going to happen it's just simply not going to happen we cannot trust him as a fantasy option not going to happen for you there with with kareem hunt another guy that plays for cleveland odell beckham one touchdown all year odell one touchdown Cleveland spent all this money on you. They thought that they were so good. We're going to spend money on a wide receiver, and we're not going to put any stock in who we put at quarterback because who cares? He won a Heisman. He's got to be good. Look how that's turned out for you. An interception in every game, and look, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, has one touchdown. I hate to tell you I told you so, but if you listen to me, I told you so. Uh, Also, this might shock you, but he plays Buffalo, who, by the way, has only given up two, two catching touchdowns all year. So don't start Odell. Last segment. I mean, I was wrong on on Kenyon last week. I was wrong wrong on Kenyon Drake, and uh, I regret saying that. He is legit, but can he be legit for long is the ultimate question. All right, folks, that's it for me. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.